In this video I'm going to show you how you can use Visual Studio to write a C-sharp or a Visual Basic application that will connect to the .NET interface of Expression to be able to control your graphics. For this example I'm going to use this lower third template and we'll write an application that can uh, set the name and the second line in this template and play it to air. So the first thing I'm going to do is go to Visual Studio. This is Visual Studio 2010 and I'm going to create a new project and we want this to be a C-sharp application with a Windows form application and I will create this in the C colon demo folder and we'll just call it demo. We'll hit OK to create it and to start with you get a blank form. So the first thing we're going to have to do is add the .NET interface from Expression into our project. To do that, we'll go to the References menu in the Solution Explorer, right-click and say Add Reference, and we're going to do Browse, and I'm going to go to the Program Files folder for Expression, and look in the Net interface, and there you'll find Expression.net.dll and XPToolsLib.net.dll. I'm going to add both of those, so I'll shift-click both and say OK. Now in the references, you'll see that those .NET DLLs have been added to your project. So let's uh, go to our toolbox, and we're going to add, add a button to our form, and put it over here, and we'll add a label, sorry, a text box, where we can put the name of the person, and maybe another one. And I'll just go ahead and set some of the properties on these buttons. So this button will be to generate a preview. And we'll call the first line name. Let's look at the source code side, so I'll hit F7 to switch to our source. And the first thing you're going to want to do is, at the top, say using expression. And that just adds the expression library into the namespace uh, so that we don't always have to prefix it. Now, to use the expression API, the first thing you're going to have to do is create the expression engine object. And this engine object is sort of the starting point for everything you access in the API. And so I should be able just to type XP engine, and I'm just going to call it engine, and you want to say new XP engine. So that'll actually create the engine object and initialize it and store it as, as a variable within our class here. This is the only object in expression that you're ever going to want to use new for. For everything else that you create to access the API, you're going to get it somehow derived out of this engine object that you've now created. Uh, before I go any further, I'll just show you that there is a document that describes the API and all of the references that you can access. If you go to your start menu and just type SDK, you'll see that that search has found the expression SDK help file. Uh, this help file includes um, some info at the beginning with some various examples, 
um, some VB and C sharp examples in some cases. Uh, or if you just go to the Expression API reference section and objects, you'll see all the different objects that you can access through the API. The one we just created is the XP Engine object. So if I look at the members of it, you'll see it has a number of functions that you can call to get uh, various things from the API. The first thing we're going to want to do is get a scene so that we can set some objects within that scene. And to do that, I'm going to use this getSceneByName function, which lets you uh, retrieve a scene out of the engine um, into your program. And if we look at our expression scene, I'm going to want to get this scene called lower third. So we'll just remember that for a second. So before we go any further, let me just go back to the, the button side of it. And I'm going to add another button beside here, which I'm going to call it set online. And this will be the button that's actually going to put our, our lower third on air. I'll get to the preview functionality in a little bit, so we'll just ignore that button for now. So if I double click this set online button, we're going to get a handler function here that's going to get called when you click that button. So within here, we're going to get, get the lower third scene and we'll set some properties and then put it on air. So first I'll create a XP scene variable that's going to hold that scene that we're going to get. And I'll call it lower third. Now I don't actually want to instantiate an instance of this. We're going to set it through the engine object. So in the XP or sorry in the set online click function we're going to use engine.getSceneByName and you see that Visual Studio knows about all the functions so you get code completion here. So we'll say get scene by name and the first parameter is going to be the name of the scene which is going to be lower third and the next parameter is going to be the object that will get the scene so we have to say out lower third and the third optional parameter here is one called as copy. This is an important one to know about. This will determine whether or not the scene that you're about to get should be a copy of the scene or the original scene itself. And the difference being if you get a copy of the scene and then start changing objects within it, it's not going to change the actual scene that's here in your project. It's going to first create a copy of this scene, which then lets you change anything you want in it, uh, set it online, etc. And if the project got saved, those changes wouldn't be saved with the original project. So that's the default behavior if you don't add a parameter here. Uh, I'll just put true explicitly. So we're going to be getting a copy. And most functions within the Expression API return a Boolean telling you whether or not it succeeded. So we'll just make sure it does by putting it in an if statement so that we only execute the following code if it actually got that scene. And then lower third should be set. So the first thing we could do is just set it online. And this will actually put it on air. And this takes a few parameters. The frame buffer index is which channel you want to put it on, the layer, director position, and those all have default values. So you don't actually have to set them. So we'll just say lower third dot set online. Now let's compile this and see if it actually will compile. So we'll go to build, build solution. And you see at the bottom it says build succeeded. So let's try running it and see if it does anything. 
So we'll click the play button. So here's our application. And I'm going to just put Expression Studio in the background here. And I'll open up the virtual output so we can see if the scene actually does go online. And we'll just hit the Set Online button in our app here. And you'll see that the virtual output popped up and the scene appeared. Now it didn't start playing or anything because we didn't tell it to play. All we did was tell it to set online and it still has the original default text. So we have a few things that we need to, to add to our application. We'll just clear it and close our application. So the first thing we should add is the ability to actually change the names and the other text within the scene. So I'm going to create an XP text object variable and I'm also going to create an XP base object variable. Now I need this because of the way C Sharp works. If you're in Visual Basic you won't actually need this extra step. So what we're going to do, let's do this before we set the scene online. We're going to go lower third dot get object by name. And this is going to retrieve an object out of the scene so that we can do something with it. And we need to know the object name. So let's just go back to our scene here. And I want to set this name object and also second line. So those are the two objects we're going to try to retrieve. So name is our first one. And we'll put this into our base object variable because you can see that get object by name returns an XP base object, not an XP text object. So we have to do this first. And then because we know it is a text object, we can then cast it to be a text object and store it in the text object variable. So now text objects, text object will be pointing to the name object. And we can then set the actual text. So we'll say text text equals. And this is where we're going to want to get the text out of this edit box. And that was called edit name. So we'll say it equals edit name dot text. And we'll just copy paste this again to do the second line. And we'll change this to second line. And this one was called, I called it title in the UI. So it's edit title dot text. We'll just add a comment, set the text objects. scene online. And the other thing we're going to want to do is have the scene actually play itself on air because it has an animation. So to do that, what we're going to do is tell the scene director to play. And before we tell it to play, we should make sure it's at position zero so that you can actually see the animation in. So to do that, we can get the XP scene director from the lower third scene. And we can say director.position equals zero. That will set it to the beginning. And we can say director.play. And we don't want to do a wait for or a timeout, so we don't have to set any parameters. Okay, let's try running this again. So we'll hit the run button. That'll compile it. Everything worked.
So we'll just fill in some data here, hit set online. And there you go, you see it set the text objects and the scene actually played on. And we can actually play it again. So let's add another button in case we wanted to to have it continue. That scene was built with a pause. So we'll just have a button that will continue it. So I'll just call this BTN resume. Resume. Okay, now within this resume handler, all we need to do is start the scene director playing again. Uh, to do that, the lower third scene is already a, a class variable here, so we don't have to get the scene or anything again. Uh, we'll just get the scene director again. And to do that, we'll just copy paste this code. And we don't actually want to set the position back to zero. All we want to do is send play again. So now it should continue. So let's just quickly try this. Okay, so I'll hit set online, it plays, and then resume plays it out. So that's working good. So the last thing I want to do is add a quick preview here so that we can actually see what this uh, will look like within our, within our application's UI. Okay, to get a preview, what we're going to do is we're going to add a picture box to our UI here. And we'll just make it nice and big here. Let's tidy this up a little. Okay, so that picture box has the name of picture box one. And what we're going to do is add a handler to this preview function. Okay, so what we're going to do is essentially we're going to want to get a copy of the scene again and set all of the objects on it um, and then have expression render a preview for us. So to make this a bit easier, I'm going to move some of this code into a function. Let's just create a private void function called setUpTextObjects. We'll take this, move it into here. And we'll call this function from set online as well. We'll call it from our preview handler because we want the preview to include the text objects after they've been set to what we've typed in. Okay, the next thing we're going to do is create an XP image object. And this is going to hold an image that we can have expression render for us so that we can display it in that picture box. And I'll just call it uh, PP for preview. Okay, we're also going to need to get the scene again. So let's do this. And technically, we should actually put this in a different scene. So let's change this around a bit again. So we'll call this preview scene. 
and let's pass in the season to this. So I don't want to actually mess with this lower third scene, which may be on air um, when we generate a preview. So I'm going to have the preview handler use its own local copy of the scene, and then we will have this set text objects set the values within a scene that we can pass into it. Uh, that way, the on air can set its own, and the preview can have its own. Okay, make sure everything still compiles. That's good. So. All we have right now when you click this preview button first is we're getting a copy of the lower third scene into this variable called preview scene. And then we call setup text objects, pass in the preview scene, which should then get the values that have been typed in and update them in the scene that you've been passed in. So that's all good. Now what we're actually going to want to do is have expression render that scene. So we can say preview scene.get rendered frame. Now this will render that preview scene and it takes a few parameters so we'll say position this is where in the scene director you want it to render so we'll just say uh, frame 45 here so we'll say 45 width uh, let's just render it full HD even though it will be displayed a bit smaller and we'll get it into PV Okay, and get rendered frame also returns a boolean, so we can make sure it actually succeeded. So now we should have a copy of the scene in XP image. The last thing we need to do is actually set it on the picture box. And to do that, we need to convert this XP image into a bitmap, Windows bitmap. So this is where the XP tools library comes in. It has functions that will convert the XP image into a bitmap. So we can say XP tools dot XP image to bitmap and you pass in the XP image and it will return a bitmap so we can assign that directly to picture box one dot image okay so that should be it uh, the last thing we'll probably need to do is make sure that this picture box actually scales the image because we're rendering at 1920 by 1080 but this component's much smaller so we'll just change the size mode to zoom which should zoom it to be bigger or smaller depending on the size it needs and let's give it a try so we'll say John Doe president hit preview there we go so now we see what it's going to look like before we actually play it and if we hit set online, it plays to air. We can resume it. If we change this to someone else, say Andrew, person number one. Get a new preview, looks good. Set it online, resume it, and we're done. So that's just a quick intro of how you can write a, a C Sharp application to control your graphics, which can sometimes make the workflow a lot easier depending on what you're trying to do. Um, I hope this has been useful and uh, thanks for watching.